Proverbs 10:12 says, "Hatred stirreth up strifes, but love covereth all sins." Now, the obvious truth of this verse is what it ought to be obvious is that sins are a problem for all of us human beings, and the desired end is forgiveness. And that forgiveness is to be done out of a love for God and for one another. We are forgiven, therefore we ought to forgive others. And whether a sin is committed by another directly that injures us um, or not, a response of hatred is never helpful or right. It only stirs up strife. And people who feel they've been wronged by a church or a pastor uh, many times then turn and treat all churches and pastors as though all of us have wronged them. Some people feel wronged by a outspoken Christian, and then they turn on any Christian that comes into their vicinity. Bitterness and hatred just stirs up strife. What's the answer? Forgiveness. We ought to forgive those who have wronged us, but have repented and seek our forgiveness. If this one rule was followed, unknown numbers of relationships would be healed. In Luke 17:3, Jesus said, Take heed to yourselves. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. And if he repent, forgive him. And those are the two things people aren't willing to do. They won't confront people. That's the terrible sin today, if you ever offend anybody. And uh, that then means that very seldom do people repent. And it's a mess. (laughs) So we have to point this out because love does not cover up for sins, but covers. Because love forgives, but this forgiveness is reserved for those who repent. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him, and if he repent forgive him. True love does not cover up for sin and doesn't pretend it didn't happen. But when a sinner repents, that means he comes clean. He confesses the sin and seeks forgiveness. Too many parents get this wrong. My brother and I couldn't as much as steal a piece of candy out of a store and our parents would march us right back into the store make us confess to the manager. Then we were taken home and given the belt and grounded and sent to our rooms for several days. I know because it happened, (laughs) but when my parents saw that we were sorry and repentant, they forgave us. Uh, But I knew kids whose parents, they might scold them, but they cover up the theft, and they didn't even discipline the kids at home many times. And what do you think that produced? Well, uh, if you wanted to visit those same people today as grown-ups, you'd have to visit them in jail or in a rehab or in a graveyard. If you love someone, and we're supposed to love everyone, you don't cover up sin. You deal with sin openly and honestly, and you forgive once you see evidence of repentance. But there's a false teaching based on pop psychology and not based on scripture that you just proclaim forgiveness. And uh, even when the sin hasn't been dealt with and there's no evidence of repentance on the part of the offender, just forgive. Listen, You should make your willingness to forgive known. Offer forgiveness. But if that person doesn't repent and the sin isn't dealt with and you proclaim forgiveness, you're that person's worst enemy. You're not helping them. 
It's that sort of anti-biblical nonsense that has produced the lost generations of these last days. The gospel itself is preached without a call to repentance. A false gospel is pre presented by many today with no mention of the fact that Christ died for sins, as Paul declares in 1 Corinthians 15.3. Today's lost churches who resemble Laodicea and not the true churches of Jesus Christ do not deal with sin, and in many cases they embrace it and accommodate it. Instead of calling on sinners to repent and believe the gospel, they declare inclusivity, I think is the word. <laughs> We're inclusive, opening, welcoming all. It's wicked. So let's be clear, hating those who sin brings nothing but trouble and strife. Love covers all sin, but does not cover up for sin. It is imperative that we get this right.